Summit Medical Group is the largest physician-owned multi-specialty medical group in New Jersey. Now helping you live well and stay well with SMG Radio. Here's your host, Melanie Cole. Knee injuries are one of the most common reasons people see their doctors. There were roughly 10 million patient visits to doctors' offices because of problems with their knees. My guest today is Dr. Richard Rosa. He's a renowned knee surgeon who specializes in total knee replacement and partial knee replacement at Summit Medical Group. Welcome to the show, Dr. Rosa. So tell us a little bit about the knee. It's such a a fragile joint, and yet so, so important with the base starting at our feet. So go through a little bit of knee physiology for us, and then we're going to talk about keeping our knees healthy. Uh, absolutely, and, and you're quite right. The knee is really a, a complicated uh, uh, structure, very complex structure. It's more than just a simple hinge, as people refer to it. Uh, it, it, has a, uh, it, it, it has a lot of ligaments uh, and, and cartilage, and uh, the biomechanics, of the knee are very, very uh, intricate, and they, they work in a very intricate uh, fashion so that when people have knee injuries or develop knee problems, it, it, it's not just a, a, a simple solution. There's a very uh, extensive and complicated thought process that goes into evaluating knee problems and coming up with an appropriate treatment plan depending on the individual patient. What are some of the main reasons people injure their knees? A lot of people who come in with knee problems or knee injuries are due to you know, fairly simple and straightforward injuries like a sprain of the medial collateral ligament or something of that nature. That's generally a straightforward problem. Uh, may only require some anti-inflammatory medications, some rice, uh, rest, ice, compression, elevation, and physical therapy. Physical therapy is, is very important in the treatment and rehabilitation of knee injuries and, and most injuries of the musculoskeletal uh, system. So, uh, again, in younger people, you may see only a minor sprain, uh, but as you get into more complicated injuries, such as uh, torn anterior cruciate ligament uh, or torn meniscus, uh, then it becomes more involved, and those patients uh, frequently... Uh, most frequently will require surgery to reconstruct the anterior cruciate ligament uh, and to address the torn uh, meniscus. Uh, and ex- the, the nature of the treatment and the nature of the uh, surgery does depend largely on their uh, age group and their activity level. So that, for example, in, the, in a younger individual, if they tear that anterior cruciate ligament, uh, the reason that it needs to be reconstructed is because the anterior cruciate ligament is the main stabilizing ligament in the knee. Uh, and when you lose that, over time, the remaining secondary restraints will become loose and the knee will be develop significant laxity, and that will lead to other problems later in life. So what we do is we reconstruct that anterior cruciate ligament surgically. We can do it arthroscopically. You can't repair the ligament uh, because once it's torn. You actually have to replace it with the patient's own tendons from another part of the body around the knee. Uh, or in older patients, we actually use a cadaver graft, uh, which also works quite well. But we find, find that the patient's own tissue works the best in younger active patients, especially 
athletes, such as, say, college-level soccer players or athletes of that nature. Uh, in regard to the meniscus, uh, the menisci are cartilaginous structures that fit in between the knee joint. There's a medial meniscus and a lateral meniscus, and when that meniscus tears, it usually doesn't heal because it's avascular. It has no blood supply. And when it tears, it can catch in the knee, it pulls on the capsule, and it causes pain. When we do arthroscopic surgery for a torn meniscus, we generally remove the part that's torn, trying to save as much of the meniscus as we can. In a small percentage of people, you can repair the meniscus if the tear is at the outer periphery because there is some blood supply in that area. The advantage to that is that it's better to keep the meniscus because it helps your knee in the long run. It's a little bit longer recovery with that. Uh, that that's the only downside. But the younger the patient, the greater the need and the desire to save that meniscus for as long as possible. As you start to get a little bit older, that meniscus starts to wear down, uh, and when it tears, you can't repair it, and it needs to come out. Uh, and again... When we do an arthroscopic procedure to remove an, a meniscus in someone who's, say, in their 40s or, or 50s, that will relieve their pain, uh, there is a slight downside because when you remove that meniscus, you're removing some of the cushion. And you may be removing some of the cushion in a patient that already has some arthritis in their knee, early arthritis, but, but some nonetheless. And that increased the stresses. So we do know that that arthritis will likely progress a little more quickly than it would have had they not damaged that meniscus. Dr. Rosa, as we look at the knees through the ages in young girls, soccer players, and you mentioned ACL injuries, give us your best tips as people age to preventing knee injuries, whether it's a good pair of shoes, strengthening the muscles and ligaments and tendons that surround that knee and hold it strong. Absolutely. Uh, the best thing that athletes can do, athletes of all ages, is to keep in shape and to train specifically for what they're doing. And by that, I mean that, um, uh, you know, when you have a high school or a college-level athlete, they're generally working out, they're training specifically, and they're working all of the muscles in their leg and their body for, for that matter. And that's the best way to try to prevent an ACL injury. You can't always prevent it regardless. Um, and, and, and we see ACL injuries happening, happening in, in, in very high-level, elite, well-conditioned uh, athletes. Uh, but again, the, the best way is, is to have a comprehensive uh, conditioning and strengthening program. And most of the high schools and, and, and virtually all of the, co- the universities and colleges have those programs in place. What happens is as you get out of that environment and you get into, say, your, your 20s and your 30s, you don't have the time to put in that you had in college. You can't be working out two to three hours a day as you, as you would be when you're training for a specific collegiate-level sport. Uh, and then the problem comes in that you run into the problem of the weekend warriors. People are going out on the weekends and they're playing their sport, and in their 20s and 30s, they still think that they can do what they did 10 years prior to that. Uh, and, and it's nice to think that you can, but you have to be realistic about it. And you have to make sure that you keep your body in shape to do that. Uh, and if, if you can't, at the very least, 
think about complete, competing at a slightly lower level, although that's sometimes difficult once the, uh, the competitive juices start flowing. Uh, it, it, it's hard to hold back. Dr. Rosa, if people feel knee pain, as generally people do with osteoarthritis and wear and tear on this joint, this complicated joint, are you an Iceman? Do you like them to brace it? Do you want them to use heat? What do you want them to do when they feel that general knee pain? I find that ice generally works better. Uh, It helps to decrease swelling. It helps to decrease inflammation. And it helps to decrease pain. And very frequently uh, in our, our patients, especially our athletes, uh, we will instruct them to ice down the knee, uh, especially after they've competed or after they've trained if they're having a knee problem. And again, in terms of other treatment modalities, it depends on the nature of the knee problem. So there are a lot of knee problems that will benefit from a brace or some type of support. Not all knee problems will benefit from that. Uh, a lot of patients will benefit just from a strengthening program, which basically takes the place of a knee brace. Uh, but it also it depends on your sport. For example, you see a lot of runners. Uh, runners can develop knee problems. They're generally not as serious as the contact athletes. They're more uh, repetitive stress and strain and overuse. Uh, and in that case, uh, what we'll do is just modify the running activities. I'm very aggressive at keeping my runners running for as long as possible. If need be, we'll sometimes cross-train. But the runners in general uh, have a freer feel, and they don't like to run with a knee brace on. Uh, it's kind of constricting to them. Uh, so we'll work around it uh, the best that we can. But again, a lot of times in the runners, it's an overuse syndrome. So we need to maybe change their style of running uh, somewhat, which I've done many times uh, uh, with great results many of my runners, including family members, uh, that we will uh, change their running surfaces, we'll change their workout program, and we'll add in some cross-training until we can get them back to where they were before their knee problems began. In just the last few minutes, and it's such a great topic, and there's so much to discuss, but we don't have a lot of time in these segments. Give us your best advice for preventing knee injuries and taking care of this joint, what you really tell listeners every single day about what you do and why they should come see you at Summit Medical Group. Well, what I, what I try to get across to them is that if they're, if they're having a problem, uh, certainly come and see us so we can go over it. If it's not anything serious, we can let them know that. Uh, if it's something that is just starting, we can give them instructions on how to prevent it from getting worse and what they can do in terms of, again, their training, uh, you know, whether or not they may need physical therapy. Uh, for example, we find a lot of patients come in with knee problems and they've been in a gym working on the knee trying to get it better uh, and when they come in, they'll tell me their knee is getting worse. And sometimes we go into the history, we'll find that the exercises that they are doing are actually counterproductive, and they're making the pain worse. So in, in those cases, in many cases, the earlier that people will come in, uh, uh, the better, because it just may be a, a simple matter of modifying some of their activities and adding some more specific training to their regimen. Um, and, and if not... Uh, you know, if, if, if it's more serious than that, uh, or we suspect something, if we need to, we'll go right to an MRI just to make sure there's nothing more serious there, because if there is something that's going to get worse with training, 
We want to know that in advance. We want to back off, and we want to intervene if we need to, and if that's the best thing for this for the for the patient. The other thing that I frequently tell my patients, um, the athletes included, is when they do have an injury or they have been out for a while because of a problem or because of overuse, let them know as you start to go back, you start to go back gradually. In the beginning, less is better because you don't want to overdo it and end up going back to where you were before. So you know, if you're out for four or six weeks because of an injury and you come back too quickly, you could potentially be out another four to six weeks. So you have to use your, you know, you have to use your common sense, and sometimes less is better in that regard because you're looking at the long-term goal. Uh, and, and what we'll do in that regard is if we have patients, for example, athletes that are in, 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 in a season, whether it's to be before preseason, beginning of the season, middle of the season, or end of the season, uh, we will custom design a rehab program to fit that athlete for that sport so that we can get them back as quickly as possible with realistic goals and expectations. It's really great information. Thank you so much, Dr. Rosa. You're listening to SMG Radio. For more information, you can go to summitmedicalgroup.com. That's summitmedicalgroup.com. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.